This is 88.5 WFDD Public Radio for the Piedmont. I'm David Ford. Next, it's time for Carolina Curious, where we answer your questions. Catherine Green is a school teacher whose own studies focused on anti-bias and anti-racism education. I'm curious about who are the indigenous people of Winston-Salem and how we acquired the land that we now live in. Centuries ago, a half dozen or more distinct societies occupied parts of what we call the triad today. Wake Forest University anthropology professor Paul Thacker says many had their own unique dialects and cultures, yet there was much interaction between them. WFDD listener Catherine Green takes it away from here. Were there any known native tribes in the Piedmont area before the earliest settlers arrived? What happened, um, the first Spanish entrada into the southeast in the 1500s, followed uh, directly in the triad by the excursions and explorations of Juan Pardo in the 1570s, introduced a series of both political and economic challenges as well as devastating European diseases. The groups that were here in the Piedmont Triad were decimated by these diseases. 75% of population was lost or more in many cases. And so villages that were a thousand people, several higher numbers of hundreds of people, lost huge amounts of their labor force, their defense forces, their ability to generate income, their trading partners. And this shattering, this violence, this tremendous impact of diseases was then compounded by the expansion eventually by the 1700s of English explorers followed by the mid-1700s, the Moravians, into this region. And as the pressures of trade and direct conflict over territory and area and the reorganization that was required by Native American communities to respond to these new pressures. Things changed. By the 1700s, the Sara, for example, were one such group. The Kiawe were another group that lived in this region. Now, these are names that are there in the late colonial period, but we don't know that they extend very deep back into time but some of the places and the material culture seem to indicate some continuity. And so this complex history represents a lot of violence and a shattering of these societies that lived in the triad, but it also represents a resilience. What, if any, interactions did the early Moravians have with Native people in this region? By the time the Moravians arrived in the area of Wachovia and what eventually became Forsyth County, the landscape was largely empty of Native Americans. And most of the interactions recorded by Moravians during the late 1700s and early 1800s were actually with Cherokee traders and entrepreneurs who had expanded eastward to fill the void left by these societies that had evacuated and moved and sought refuge to the south. And so the trading networks and the expansion of the English frontier, the Cherokee came to dominate that and also, as a result, the interactions with the Moravians here at Bethabara and then eventually at Salem. Do you feel that some kind of land acknowledgement would be appropriate here? 
And if so, what sorts of guidelines would you suggest? So the obligation whenever we tell the story or construct a land acknowledgement is to open a conversation. And that conversation needs to be about issues of sovereignty, autonomy, issues of relevance for contemporary Native American peoples. The past has relevance today, and the legacy of the colonial experience that Native Americans underwent is today still with us. And so it's one thing to have a land acknowledgement, but it's another thing to acknowledge the responsibility that we have to contemporary Native Americans. And so you name the issue, economic inequality, policing, education, these are all critical issues for Native American societies today. And so it is equally important for anthropologists for us to participate in, to construct and understand and share and be part of a land acknowledgement, but carry that weight and responsibility of trying to diminish that silence or that absence that can be there if you have a romanticized past or a, a rather faceless past that is lost and instead make sure we focus on issues and addressing or advocacy of contemporary Native American experience because the legacies of that shattering and of that violence of colonialism is still very much with us today. That was Wake Forest University archaeology professor Paul Thacker fielding questions from WFDD listener Catherine Green about the indigenous people of Winston-Salem. WFDD's Carolina Curious is made possible by Bowie's Market Winston-Salem.